0: I tune into the ACCU Sports Lab to see my team want to love, love. If they love, 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 I'm quiet as a mouth. But if they want, she tell yeah. uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Caville. Yeah. he know what he be talking yeah. talkin about. Talkin about. My control, talkin they know what they be talking yeah. talkin about. They can press the analytic data with your hip-hop. Yeah. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, yeah. if they want to love. Yeah. And so listen to it's Professor, yes
1: sir. yes sir, And pay attention, because yes, he going to teach a lesson. Yes. It's a blessing, it is. I don't give a damn about no polls, though. What is they going to do? What is the poll going to do for us? It,
2: it puts you in the
3: position
1: in the playoffs. What playoffs? We want to go to Celebration Bowl. Are they paying for the playoffs? Do they pay for the playoffs? Not so a later, later in the later in the process. What does it go to do for us? Like, when you go to a bowl game, like the bowl games at the conclusion of the season with the FCS, right, they get compensated, correct? Yes, sir. So why would we want to go to something that we're not compensated and we could go somewhere where we're compensated like the Celebration Bowl? That's the goal to me. We're trying to bless these kids, man. We're not trying to just play in bowls. If that was the case, we'd just make up a bowl and go down the street and play in uh, Louisiana, right? Don't they have a big empty stadium and ain't nobody using? They use it, what, twice a year? Let's just do a bowl game. <laughs> Don't make sense. No. It has to be a purpose for everything under the under the under heaven. It, under under heaven. It has to be a purpose for every darn thing we do. It has to be a purpose. We can't just do things just because we're able to do it. It has to be purposeful. Good, good, thank you.
3: This is Dr. Gaville inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Mike Washington is out on assignment, I think he's in Brazil, maybe some. I, I don't know. That brother moves around so much, it's like that. I don't know how you get business assignments in Brazil. One time, mm-hmm. I was in. Germany. I mean, he Charles. I think we're doing the wrong thing. We need to reconsider all this. Yeah, I gotta reconsider all this because I need
4: a business trip to Brazil, Germany, wherever. Mike Washington is yeah. international,
3: <laughs> and, and then we got Brother Williams in joining us today, uh, Mister Allen Williams, and he's no slouch. I mean, he'll do his own thing. And he he just gets off and now he's an empty nest. He just leaves and get back like. Hey, man, he sent a picture. I'm with you. What? (laughs) It's
5: like that? It's like that? I'm telling you, Doc, it's greater later. You got about about 12 more years, but it's greater later.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I see. That's the adjunct Professor Williams just guesting us today as Mike Washington is out. Welcome to episode 310 of Inside the HBC Sports Lab radio show and podcast, the show that's covering the sporting HBCU dash for all things HBCU sports. For institutions large and small, from the NAIA to the NCAA, we share insights and information on the HBCU sports culture, HBCU athletic aesthetics, to facilitate the story of HBCU athletic programs and the business of HBCU sports. We call it just HBCU sports pedagogy. Look for the shirt coming soon. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta along with my co-host. Today is Alan Williams and Charles Bishop. We're filming from our home studios i sending a signal live to KCLH 123 AM studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, multi-Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper, in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. Today's episode of Inside the Sports Lab is sponsored by THC Agency. LLC, THC Agency is a company that provides sporting and educational consulting and data analytics. Let me get this update. Uh, prayers for those that are in the eye of the storm. Uh, With that being said, South Carolina State, South Carolina game has been moved to Thursday night. Uh, This is courtesy of HBCU game day, the South Carolina State at South Carolina football game, originally scheduled for noon on Saturday in Columbia, has been moved to Thursday, September 29th at 7 p.m. That is Eastern Standard Time due to uh, Hurricane Ian. Uh, Those are pretty much your updates in terms of what has been scheduled, what kind of Keep you updated of how this is impacting it. The CIAA Fayetteville State has announced that its game against Juan has been moved to Thursday as well. This game between Elizabeth City State and Johnson & Smith has been moved to Thursday evening. There was no announcement on the Lincoln-Winston-Salem State game, which is home opener for the Rams, as well as homecoming. So that's one that we try to keep you updated as we get more information there. No other games have been reported as of noon Earlier today, uh, three games that you may want to keep your eyes on that could be impacted with no decisions at this time. Miles, Albany, and the Decatur Valley, Morehouse, Errol Waters, Kentucky, and Savannah State. On Monday, Bethune-Cookman said it had already made plans to move its practices to Alabama to prepare for Saturday's game against Alabama a and The school issued a mandatory evacuation, and students were converted. To the remote learning on Tuesday as they convert over. I guess that's one of the things of COVID 19. Make sure we've been prepared uh, to be able to do that. Florida and AM, during a media conference, announced on Tuesday uh, today that its home game against Mississippi Valley State would be played as scheduled on Saturday. As of 11 a.m., IN has sustained winds 115 miles, was classified as a category three storm. It was moving uh to the north at 10 miles per hour. So that's your update in terms of the weather report, specifically how it does with HBCUs. Again, we have our prayers out for everybody that is involved in the storm. Be careful and take care of yourself. A little bit, obviously, on a ni- lighter note, as we open it up, you saw the introduction with Coach Prime. That is courtesy of Dwayne Lewis, uh, assistant, associate Uh, President over there, athletic directors and uh, communication, as he gets it done during the media press conference they had that Wednesday before the Mississippi Valley State game. A lot of people were having conversations with the higher rankings because now everybody is keeping an additional eye on the various polls out there. We give our HBC poll today. We'll give you some updates on what that looks like. We'll give you a sneak peek at Pro. Uh, but in this case, they're in that top 10 in a lot of polls. And people talk about all of a sudden the FCS playoffs. if we hadn't had enough of that. But I thought I'd give you an update just so you know for those that have been following me on Twitter as I put that out there as well as Instagram. With that being said, let me get back into it, maybe get your thoughts on that shortly. But let me first say, Charles, how you doing today? Doing well, Dr. Bill, doing well. Had a
4: lot of great action uh, this past weekend. Uh, I got an off week, so I get an opportunity to kind of uh, sit home and enjoy a little bit of uh, HBCU football uh, via my uh, my systems like you have, a uh, computer, iPad, TV
3: this weekend, and uh,
4: Texas Southern being to be in town. So I get a chance to catch up, catch up with everybody. Pretty nice. you going to
3: sneak over to the games? You got an open date this week?
4: Got an open
3: date this week. I'm gonna, gonna enjoy yeah, a little. So you can uh... put out the old press credentials, and if you want to get on over there, <laughs> Texas. The I understand. You put you to work. You I work. I like that. Put in put to work.
5: work. Put him I to know, work. right? <laughs> Alan, how you doing today? Hey man, I'm good. I, I uh, you know, my pants are still sitting in first place atop the West. So all is well in the world. Uh, I like that.
3: I like that. A big game this weekend. In Dallas State Fair Classic, where you reside, so I'm sure you have a lot of company that you'll be hosting. Uh, as last year, I did the show live from the pool in the backyard, really the jacuzzi. Man, that was another level. But I appreciate that. Uh, just make sure I tell the public. I thank you. Thank you. I got a lot of accolades when that thought process went down and made it happen. Uh, but to the point, there as we get into it, um, let me go ahead and get your thoughts. Alan, as you heard the introduction in terms of this FCS playoffs and uh, the celebration bowl. One, there's no money. In a lot of ways, you actually have to pay to participate. In the other one, you get revenue. One of the quickest things. To me, in a capitalistic society, not that I choose that, but we are here. So if you're going to have the rules, you might as well play for them. I'll put that on the table. But let me get your
5: thoughts. I think uh, Coach Prime is saying the quiet part out loud. I think there are a lot of FCS schools. That lose money when they go to the playoffs. So I agree with him. You know, it's all about the bowl structure that we have coming out of the SWAC and NEAC, where you can actually be compensated to play that game. And, you know, it's a championship game. So, you know, they can keep the FCS playoff. We move up to FBS. I I agree with Coach Prime. We're going to stick with the celebration bowl.
3: I like it. Take it with us, Charles. We've had this talk many moons, but now share it with the public for those that hadn't heard your perspective. I believe I know where it's going from, but hey, it's public now, so go ahead. Let me know your thoughts.
4: Yeah, money talks it's schwalks. Uh, that's the way it works. <laughs> and, and and to <laughs> your credit. Right. Yeah. To your credit. I didn't Dr. know you <laughs> were like that. Okay. But go I ahead. mean, yeah, no I mean to your credit. I mean you said for years. Uh uh when this celebration bowl came online, uh that this is The future. I mean, uh, we're beyond uh, this structure where we're playing for this pride of somebody else. You know, to to play in the playoff where there is no money. Uh, You have an opportunity to be compensated playing in this bowl game. Uh, It's just common sense at this point. And anybody still arguing to the contrary, you just you're just not aware. I mean, I, I can't I can't have that argument with you. You just don't understand common sense. So
3: that's that's where we are. Man, he said common sense, and I, I can't even talk to him. Oh, man, yeah. can I get another mic drop on that one? Wow. Yeah, no system, no no system let's having that conversation. Well, give us the Swag Football Weekly honors uh, as you get into it, uh, and then we'll go to Allen and let him do the Miet Football sure thing. And
4: when before And before I get into the weekly honors, I do want to stop and acknowledge this. Uh, Very sad, uh, something, and this is from the Alcorn State Athletics Braves family. Tonight we mourn uh, sincerely the recent loss of family members of our own Tyler Smith. Uh, We ask that you please keep Tyler and his family in your prayers at this time and respect the privacy of the family. As you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, the young man lost his mother and his sister this past weekend. So I wanted to offer condolences and prayers uh, to the Alcorn State family
3: as well as Tyler Smith and his family. Certainly most appropriate. I'm glad you made sure before we got any further that you did that. In fact, we're going to take a moment of silence on behalf of his family. With that, um, condolences to him, his family, uh, prayers for the entire Alcorn State Braves family and SWAC HBCUs all together as we certainly uh, understand the need to come together when something is tragic as that has happened. Go ahead with the SWAC Football Weekly Honors, if you would, Charles.
4: True sure thing, the SWAC has named Jackson State, Shador Sanders, all corners, Jarvin Howard, Ford Isaiah Major, and Bethel Cookman's Darnell Deese uh, is SWAC Football Players of the Week. Let's take a look at their performances. Co-offensive Players of the Week, Shador Sanders had a career day During the Tigers 49-7 win over Mississippi Valley State, he set career marks and completions 40, attempts 51, and passing yards 438 yards to go along with four TD passes. Sanders completed passes to 12 different receivers, including touchdown passes to four different receivers. Uh, co-offensive player of the week and newcomer of the week, Jarvin Howard from Alcorn, rushed for a career high 299 yards, rushes on 23 carries, added four mm-hmm. touchdowns on the ground. He averaged 13 yards per carry for the game and also caught one pass for two yards. He had a scoring runs of 44, 11, 24, 78, respectively, while playing a key role in Braves come behind, come from behind, win over UAPB. And let's look at the defensive side of the ball. Major was a key contributor for Florida AM, and m making plays all over the field in the rattlers' 38-25 win versus Alabama A&M. He finished with a career high, 14 tackles, dot 10 solos and one tackle for a loss. And wow. Dees, he was a specialist, made an impact in Bethune cookmans 36-19 win over Grambling, finding the end zone twice during the contest. He scored midway through the first quarter on an explosive 97-yard kick return uh, to put the Wildcats up 14-7. He also capped off the Bethune-Cookman win with an interception return for a score with under a minute to play in the contest. He totaled 127 return yards during the game. So those are your SWAC
3: Players of the Week. All nice. right, kudos to the SWAC Players of the Week. Man, they were getting it done. Let's go to you, Allen. Talk to us about the MEAC Players of the Week.
5: All right, so for MEAC, presented by Coca-Cola, North Carolina Central junior quarterback uh davius richard was named the MiAC football offensive player of the week presented by coca-cola south carolina state linebacker bj davis was named defensive player of the week While Norfolk state jordan lennon was named rookie of the week north carolina central robert mitchell was named offensive lineman of the week and the eagles adrian olivio was named specialist of the week so starting from the top richard is B, 6'3 215 pound junior a for of a four of the eagles eight i repeat eight touchdowns in the win over Virginia University of Lynchburg, passing for three and rushing for one score as uh, North Carolina Central posted its highest single-game point total since 2016. Richard was 12-17 for 17 through the air uh, for 148 yards. That's 12.3 per completion for those doing the math. Uh, with rushing six times for 41 yards, that's 6.8 per carry for those who are keeping track. Now, moving on to data. He's a linebacker, 6'2", 190 pounds. Uh, he's also a returning sophomore. He racked up a game and career-high 17 tackles, including 12 solo stops against North Carolina and state He also broke up a pass against the Bulldogs, former MEAC rival. So, shout-out to Davis. Here we go. Lennon, running back, 5'10", 211 pounds, freshman. Carried the ball 10 times for 80 yards. For those doing the math, come on, baby. Catch up. Are you ignorant squared as my – as? One of my professors, Dr. Dr. Harvey, used to say. His eight yards <laughs> both uh, career highs against St. Francis. He also scored his first collegiate touchdown with a 26-yard run in the second quarter. Moving on to our offensive line in Mitchell, he's 6'4, 305, his returning senior, graduated out at 97% against Virginia University of Lynchburg, anchoring an offensive line that allowed the Eagles to amass 465 yards of total offense. That's seven-and-a-half yards of play. Come on, baby. They got it in. 272 yards rushing and 59 points, and uh, 52, they only had 52 offensive snaps. So he recorded seven pancake blocks and did not give up a sack in that game. Going to our uh, specialist, Olivia. He's a place kicker, 5'10", 185-pound junior, connected on all eight of his extra point attempts and made a 34-yard field goal in the Eagles' win over Virginia University. Uh, for the, for the season, Olivio was two for two on field goals and 23 for 24 on PAT. Sounds like he's trying to take my my kicker from uh, from PV's nickname. We call him Luis Money Reyes. It sounds like Olivio trying to get that money nickname. I see. Y'all, back to you. I
3: appreciate it, man. I see the Miak doing it big as well. Let me give a special shout out to A T out of the Big South as they had folks that showed out against South Carolina State out of the MIAC that you talked about. And ended up players of the week. That's North Carolina A&T running back, Michelle Tootin, as he got it done in terms of the big South football offensive player of the week. AT kicker, Andrew Brown. So these kickers are getting it done. Coast special team player of the week, and North Carolina AT running back Wesley Gray is the freshman of the week. So you get it. Two running backs ran all over the whole dog, South Carolina State. So kudos to A&T, the Aggies as they get it done in terms of that matchup. I did want to give a special shout before we come back and get into Dr. Bill's uh, HBCU mid-major and major division top ten and see what y'all think about that. We released the MyBCSN, HBCU Pro Sports Media top five, starting with the under D1, as they like to say it there. That's our mid-major poll. At number five, you have Benedict, 4-0, 2-0 out of the SIAC. and number four, Fort Valley State, 4-0, 1-0 out of the SIAC. You have number three, Virginia State, three and one, two and zero out of CIAA. At number two, you have Albany State, three and one, one and zero out of the SIAC. And you have Virginia Union, four and 2 and zero out of CIAA. You can go look at those that are in the hunt and the point differential for those teams getting the votes. You can go to my BCSN to check that out on the website. Let me tell you about the D one, a major division, as we talk about give you those. Uh, programs let you know what they look like in terms of those teams in the top five so you can see how it measures out what we got on our list. At number five, you have Famu 2 and 2, 1 and 1 in the SWAT. At number four, All Corinth State Braves 2 and 2, 1 and 0 oh in the SWAT. You see the refrain, a lot of swack in here. At number three, Prairie View m 2 and 2, 2 and 0 oh out of the SWAT. At number two, North Carolina Central 4 and 0, oh, representing the MIAC. They have not started yet. At number one, Jackson State, 4-0, 2-0 out of the SWAC, four out of the top five programs in the SWAC represent uh, my BCSN in terms of HBCU Pro Sports media poll uh, rankings there. And as I should say, it's the HBCU Pro Sports uh, media rankings. It's on my BCSN in terms of one of the places you can go get it. Stick with us. we right back. We'll see if they know as much as I know. I'll get y'all thoughts in terms of what I have. Stick with us as we'll be right back if we'll come back, right back after this break.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price, Priceline
1: Support the Black College Sports Network so we can continue to provide you coverage. Go to myjbn.com support and be a part of the Black College Sports Network.
2: Let's get back to getting ticks instead of watching flicks. Before we can safely get out there, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your crew. Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember they can use less.
5: Sweet pillows of softness.
2: This is soft. Holy Charmin. Excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back, everybody. (laughs) We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin?
4: Maureen is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Merrier. Food is her love language, and she really loves her grandson, like really loves.
0: Since 2002, Empowerment Resources, Inc., a nonprofit organization, has empowered more than 1,500 youth and adults in Duval and surrounding counties. Through its programs, Journey into Womanhood, Girls Mentoring, Life Skills for Teens, Professor analytic data with your hip hop, if you know them, like I know them, they're gonna tell you if your team, if they want to laugh, and who the ball, So, listen to Professor Yes, sir, and pay attention.
3: because he gonna teach a lesson? This is Dr. Bill with Inside HBC Sports Lab. We got the adjunct Professor Alan Williams back for his second stint, third stint in the lab. We got the one and only truly, Professor Bishop, is he just tearing up the classroom today? I don't know what came in here, but he's dropping <laughs> mic at lectrum. He just putting on fire in terms of what's going on here. Let's see if he can calm down. We get these polls because he gets too excited. I'm gonna cut off that mic there just as I know it. <laughs> Let's see. Let me get into my mid major. We got a lot of teams receiving votes as they're stuck at that two and two level. We'll see if we can get some it? separation this Saturday, I guess, a little bit. The receiving votes of West Virginia State, Yellow Jackets, two and two, if you That's would. Florida Memorial Lions are two and two as well, uh, receiving uh, two points as the Yellow Jackets have you had one. Yeah, Lane Dragons right there receiving votes as well. They have four, two and two on the season, two and all oh in terms of what they're doing in the conference play to give you a little more there. Shaw Bears, one and two, but they find a way. Still in the hunt with five points, one and zero oh in the conference. Rate Lincoln, Pennsylvania Lions can't quite get in the top two, but they're the highest ranked receiving votes. Uh, one and one, six votes, not quite in there. Guess who sneaks in there this week? Is number ten Tuskegee Golden Lions, two and two, one and zero. Oh. That non-conference win really was the difference. Um, I can see in terms of voting for most not ranked, also not ranked. Savannah State Tigers bouncing back. Uh, win straight as they're two and two, one and one, 15 points. They're also in the top team. teams that dropped out because of those teams jumping in. Bluefield State Blue Big Blue one and three on the season. Said they let one get away. Virginia State receiving votes. They also dropped out this week. Bring us to number nine, Bowie State Bulldogs two and two on the season. Uh, they move up a spot, bringing us to number seven, Fayetteville State Broncos two and two, lost a tough one, and they are one and one on the season. They bounce back getting that win. Uh, um, dropping it to Virginia Union, a lot of ways they drop two spots. And number six, Virginia State Trojans quietly—they winning with Dr. Henry Fraser over there. Third, three and one, two and zero. Oh, As uh, they move up a spot, top five programs. I know that's what you want to see. Who are the top five? See what's the difference between what we do over here and what they do with the HBC Pro Sports Media. And number five, Fort Valley State Wildcats, four and zero, oh, one and zero. Oh. Uh, they are num- previously number six, 65 points. They move up a spot, bringing us to number four. Albany State Golden Rams, three and one, one and oh, two first place votes. Remember their losses to the FCS FAMU, seven and four points, standing at number four, at number three. Benedict Tigers, 4 and 2 and oh, two and oh, they're rolling, two first place votes. Remain at number three, no changes here, 76 points, bringing us to number two. Langston Lions, four and oh, uh, 4 and zero, oh also in the conference race, two. First-place votes but 93 points. Uh, remaining at number two, bringing us to number one, Virginia Union Panthers, 4 2-0 in the CIAA conference race. Four first-place votes as they are number one for the third straight week. That is the Virginia Union Panthers. Charles, what do you think in terms of the poll rankings at week number four?
4: No issues whatsoever with the top five. I think those teams are really separating themselves, especially Virginia Union. Gosh, I was waiting to see if Lincoln, Pennsylvania, that the Lions could get in that top ten. Uh, second win of the season, last second field goal. Uh, what the first time they've won two games of the season, and the first time they've had a record at five hundred since twenty fifteen. Wow, I wanted them in. That it, was top 10. it was close. It was. I wanted them in there so bad, but I, I, I give you credit. That is a good, impressive out of conference win by
3: Tuskegee. So by that virtual alone, they're two and two waves a little heavier than Linkage two and two. I knew you knew what you was talking about, brother. <laughs> I knew you knew what you was doing. Let me go to Allen and see if he has any thoughts on the mid-major. See if he gonna mix it up some or he says, I'm doing what I need to do. Go ahead. What do you think in week number four?
2: Doc, it's hard to argue against you, but you know, we gonna have we gonna have some lynx and lions here sending you some tweets. So I'm sure they're gonna be on your neck, say, "Hey man, we four 0 That's true. <laughs> four 0 4 zero. So we'll see next week. But hate to see that my West Virginia State Yellow Jackets dropped out. You know, my my pops is a Hall of Fame at West Virginia State, so I always pull for my Yellow Jackets. But we'll see what they can do next week. Ah, uh-huh, cool. Yeah, that is cool. I think about that all the time in terms
3: of pops getting it up there and all. Man, that's getting it done. Let's get into the major division in terms of what goes on there. Uh, we talked about the fact that Lincoln, Pennsylvania is on the road to Winston-Salem State, so they, depending on if Hurricane will act right, maybe they get three. They get three in a row. I'm sure they got to find a way in the top ten. So let's see, Charles, if you can keep your eyes on them, see if they can find a way to get one more win. And, boy, they'll be rolling. Talk of the town. But let's get it to the major division and see what's going on there see what people think in terms of the major division polls. No team dropped out this week. I will tell you that. There are some teams that jumped around because of the wins and loss upset that took place in some eyes, at least in terms of the ranking. Receiving votes, Texas Southern Tigers are 1-3, 1-1. They have a big chance to make a statement this weekend as they get back in the conference race. Well in the first place, first half, I should say, against UTSA, but still fail, so they're 1-3. North Carolina a and T State Aggie, also 1-3 getting their first victory, but it was a big one. It was over a top two team in the poll rankings, at least previously. So we'll see where South Carolina State goes in the poll ranking. Obviously, nobody dropping out. They stay in there. At number 10, picking up those South Carolina State Bulldogs, that's where they fall. They fall to 10. They're 1-2 and on the season, and it probably won't get much better. We told coming in the show, it's not Saturday, but now it's Thursday. They play at South Carolina. Yeah, that's the SEC game. Cox, 17 points. Previous rank three, they follow it all the way to 10. They get a chance to redeem themselves as they get in conference play. Remember, this is not a projection. This is week to week where you are in terms of what you play on your schedule at this time. It means little now, but it is for discussion in regards to what you do late in the season. At number nine, you have Alabama State Hornets starting out hot, but they continue to tumble and fall. They're at 2-2, two 0-1 two, in the conference. They lost to a top 10 team. That was the Prairie Indian Panthers. At home, no left. 20 points. They fall two spots. And number eight, Arkansas. At home, left the Golden Lions. They fall also. Another top 10 matchup, but they're two and two. It was a road game that they lost on one. So you gotta keep that in mind. They fall two spots, 21 points. And number seven, Delaware State Hornets. They also fall as they lose. They fall two spots two and two. Had to start in conference play, 43 points. At number six, Hampton Pirates, they lose for the first time. It was a conference game against a top-10 program in Delaware. They fall to 3-1, 0-1 on the conference season, 6-2 points. They fall two spots. Bringing us to the top five. The team that jumps in the top five all the way from 10 because everybody else in front of them lost. They're the only ones that won. Uh, for the they go to 2-2. Two one and one in the conference race, they beat up on Alabama A&M at home. Their losses to a top-ranked Jackson State team, FBS program. We'll see what that means as the season continues to go along. And number four, Auckland State Braves. They jumped all the way up, fourth spot. Uh, one of the second biggest moves of the poll ranking this week. They played really – came from behind in the second half and ran literally all over the golden lines. As they get it done, they proved a two and two on the season. 1-0 in the early conference race in the West Division, chasing to some degree, at least in terms of the number of games, Prairie V.A. in their path at number three. Two and 2-2 two on the season, as they even their record, 2-0 and 0 in conference play. They go on the road against the top-10 team uh, at that time, Alabama State, at uh, 93 points. They move up six spots with all the other teams losing. So a lot of fluctuation in the poll this week. At number two, North Carolina Central Eagles, they stay there. Uh, Four first-place votes, 101 points. They do add one first-place vote at number two. Bring us to number one, Jackson State Tigers, 4-0, 2-0. They go up eight first-place votes, 115 points. They add and continue to add first-place votes as they are impressive. They get it done. Eight first-place votes for Jackson State. Jackson State Tigers continue to be number one. And as I said, they add a first-place vote. As they continue to dominate in a lot of ways, they'll get it done. They're off this week. We'll see what goes on with the rest of these teams. I'm gonna start with you, Alan. As I see Charles throwing up his hands and fists in dismay, we're gonna save all his concerns and let him think about it a little bit, for make sure he don't put too much foot in his mouth. But now it's his comments. We'll let him have it, Alan. What are your top thoughts on the top ten pole rank?
2: I think uh, you gave South Carolina State some of them buddy points or something, man, because. I have A and T sitting at 10 <laughs> in South Carolina State on the outside looking in, baby. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, to
1: they, beat the man, got, you
2: gotta beat the man. They got the head to head. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, yeah, um, one and two,
3: one and three, ain't much difference. I can see where you're talking about. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I, I like uh UAPB out here making some statements here, man. They had, they were looking good against uh coin this week. So I, I kind of like to see what what, what they're going to do for the rest of this season. I'm telling you, that Western division is going to get wild as we start getting into to SWAC play. So uh, let's get all these uh, money games out the way and get into SWAC play. But right now in the SWAC overall, it looks like a deja vu from last year. We got Jackson State sitting on top and PV right behind them in the West. Sitting at two and zero, so we may be on a collision course in Jackson again this year. Uh, oh! I like North Carolina. I'm just saying. Whoa! Hey, Charles, uh, uh, 1876. We already got our reservations, baby. <laughs>
4: all right. I, hold, hold on, hold on. I, I hear Alcorn fan in my ear right now.
3: Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah, they do. But remember, Alcorn does have to go to prayer. They do. They different. It wasn't like uh all corn beat mm-hmm. up on prairie view. It was a fumble and a big kick, or they would have won it out right last Damn. year. So I don't think there's that much difference between all corn and prairie. View. And maybe the difference is home for advantage. The good thing about it, Charles, it plays out on the field. So it we'll does. find out. With that being said, let me go to you, Charles, since you're getting your thoughts out there. Tell me about the poll rankings.
4: What well, number four? Let me let me bang on some pots and pans here with three and four rankings. What makes Prairie View's two and two a little better than Alcorn's two and two? A time.
3: Okay. Okay.
4: A time. I'm just this timing. Okay.
3: I think the biggest point. I think the biggest point is is that while Alcorn lost at home to a top ten team, right? Nipping mm-hmm. Tump. Prairie lost at home to a top-five team and held them 30 points under their average of scoring. And okay. then you go back and look at the opponents for Incarnate Word versus Stephen F. Austin. One of the opponents that Incarnate Word beat actually defeated Northwestern. Not Northwestern State that Gramlin won, but Northwestern Northwest. won P5 out of the Big Ten. So the stronger opponents are being played by Incarnate Word, in Prairie View held them down. And that was with a backup quarterback and a backup running back. That's fair. Prairie View. So, I think when you look at it like that, yeah. again, this will play out just like you talked about North Carolina AT, and South Carolina State. Week to week, South Carolina plays uh, USC in terms of South Carolina, the Gamecocks. You got to believe they lose that. North Carolina AT plays Bryant. They get that win, they'll probably find a way to get in the top ten. Yeah, We're going to call it week to week and let it play out. Yeah, that's. I think that was a
4: great win this past weekend. Purview, going to Alabama State and getting that W over there. That's a huge uh, W. Anytime you go on the road, I. But you know, I, I'm taking a look at Jackson State, North Carolina Central. Did North Carolina Central get more first place votes this week?
3: Yeah, they got one. They got one more vote. So those two first place votes, po- po- votes I should say, were with South Carolina State. Obviously, okay. they lost those, and those votes were split. One went to Central. And one went to Jackson State. So, I got – and I wanted, I don't want Jackson State to be a victim of their success.
4: They are top five in the nation in offense and the number one defense in the nation. They cracked the top ten this week. Uh, give me all them first-place votes. Ah, ah, I want them all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all the Jackson – People are not voting in the poll. Right, they,
4: t- they, texting me now, they texting me now looking at, at the
3: polls. like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they'll get a chance. As I said, you play it out in the season, and ultimately if it comes down to celebration, mode, they can get all the marbles when it really counts at the end when you want it. This time is just to talk about it. It doesn't mean all other than us having talking points. So I think that's there. But I also think people forget you have swag eyes and you focus on Jackson State. Rightfully so. That's what you're watching. That's what you look at. So if Jackson State is getting it done, obviously you're going to say they're great. But you haven't really watched North Carolina Central. Let's be honest about that. You've been focused on Jackson State. You haven't really watched uh, Prayer View. So your all your emotion and all your framing, even if it's straightforward, is all on Jackson State. And you haven't watched anybody else as much. So it's hard to say what that separation is. All you know is how great. Jackson State is, but you don't necessarily know how solid or good, great these other teams are in. So I think there's well, a bit about that. I mean, teams.
4: but I'm, I'm doing my homework, and I'm taking a look at the
3: stats. And I'm no, I'm not, not talking about steps. you. You was talking about those fans. I was oh, those fans. fans. Oh, yeah. I know oh, yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. You said all the fans want those first-place folks, and you were oh, commenting yeah. on that path. So I had no problem with that. I'm just talking to your fans that are texting you to leave you alone and let you do your work. They're coming they hard, too. They're coming hard. Send <laughs> <laughs> tell them, tell them to me. Send to me. I'll take the text. Just forward it over. It will be all right. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Went a little long there. But there's good discussion. We'll get into some CIWA mid-major matchups, and then we'll catch back up in terms of that great dialogue, great comments. Keep them coming. I see all the talk, Texas out there. Appreciate you. A lot of great viewers. we get a chance, hopefully, to shout you all out. So we appreciate all the work you put in and all the comments. Keep them going. Great dialogue and stuff. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Your ad could be ran here. MyJBN.com backslash support. MyJBN.com backslash support for more information. Free driving offers the most advanced and luxurious
1: pickup in its class yeah it rocks from novice to aficionado find yourself here high quality cigars plus personal customer service slow burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com That's www.slowburnwaco.com
5: Supermarket sushi, really? No. Wait, Troy, you work here? I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working, huh?
1: Oh, Troy, you're such a good teacher. Yeah, I know.
5: (laughs) Never not working. Never not working. Never ever not working. Are you serious? Never not working. Standard protection that's never not working. Head and shoulder scalp shield technology.
1: It's like a loot machine. All around town, trying to get down.
0: Press the data with your hip-hop. If you know them like I know them, they gonna tell you if your team, if they wanna lot, yeah. And read about, read about. so listen to Professor yes, sir. Yes, sir. and pay attention, because he gon' teach
5: a lesson. Boy, those behind-the-scenes, all segments, you just never know what goes down. Great dialogue, gentlemen, in terms
3: of that. Let's get into some of these matchups. We're going to get into the mid-major matchups mm-hmm. first. We got a mid-major matchup that features a major division team. It's a team that's 0-3, uh, Tennessee State Tigers. Now, you got to think about this. You got to understand this when you talk about Tennessee State. They played now a top-10 team in terms of Jackson State. At the time, they were top-15. First week, they played a top-10 team, still top-25 Eastern Washington. But they play a game. Lane Dragons, at home. Hale Stadium is their back on campus, obviously, in Nashville, Tennessee. That's October the 1st at 1 o'clock. Interesting matchup to me in a lot of ways. Obviously, we got family there over there, Allen, in terms of Tennessee State. So I know you keep a little more focus on Tennessee State than maybe most in terms of those that are SWAT fans. Talk about this Lane Dragons out of the SIEC, 1-2 coming in this matchup, or one in conference race in the SIEC versus Tennessee State that's only three and has not played a conference game. They only have six, seven members over there in OVC as it grows with bringing in some Division II programs. So they are much like the meac where they get in their conference in the backhand of the schedule. What are your thoughts in terms of this matchup for a mid-major major classic where you have major and mid-major teams playing each other?
2: Well, I got I to gotta believe that... Uh, uh... Coach Eddie George is trying to get it together over there, man. This is not how he envisioned this season starting off. So i like to see them get back on track. Uh, but, you know, Tennessee State loyal, it's kind of tight. My brother told me he'll be in Dallas tomorrow. So I don't know, man. It's going to be a tight one. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull for Tennessee State. Just I'm voting with my heart instead of my head, so I'm going to go with Tennessee State. No problem. Let me go to you,
3: Charles. What are your thoughts? You've seen Tennessee State live in action. So you get yeah. that perspective. Obviously, that third game was to an FBS program, Middle Tennessee State there. What are your yeah. thoughts in terms of this matchup? You followed SIEC and Lane. They played yeah. Pablo pretty tough, at least putting up some points. What are yeah. your thoughts?
4: Yeah, uh, Lane is a, is a very prolific offense. Uh, they, they can throw the ball around with the best of them. Uh, but I think it'll be too much uh, Tennessee State – pounding on them I think you'll really see you know kind of the the, the size of scrappers you kind of take over there in the third quarter uh, and Devon Starling once he gets up and rolling uh he's a tough hard nose running back to kind of bring down mm-hmm. so I think Tennessee State wears them out mm-hmm. and this game is being played on the campus of Tennessee State so I like that as well so I think the Tigers will take this one easy
3: yeah I like what you say there I'm gonna stick with you Go to Langston Lions, number two program in the mid major division poll at 4 0, oh, both in the conference race. Got another conference game. It's to Lion Scots, historically white college, for those that are not aware. 1 and 3 overall, 0 oh 3 in the race. So not much there, but it's on at home, Langston, Oklahoma, W.E. Anderson Stadium, 2 o'clock Saturday, kickoff in terms of that October 1st game. Let me know your thoughts, sticking with you, Charles. What are your thoughts in terms of this Langston Lions? Are they going to continue to do what they do?
4: Yes, they are going to continue to do what they do. All we do is watch Langston week in, week out, win football games. Home, home game,
3: I, I got to go with Langston on this. I think this will be an easy W. Yeah, this is another team that uh, reminds me, Jackson State, in terms of not getting it done. Obviously, Jackson State went much further in terms of what they got it done. They did get the conference championship. Ooh. But I think Langston has a little bit they want to prove going to you. Uh, Alan, what are your thoughts in terms of this mid-major matchup? Langston Lions, HBCU, further southern Mississippi. Don't get love, but they get love here because we make sure we cover all of it. What are your thoughts about Langston?
2: Langston will be 5-0 and next week. Um, I think <laughs> I, I can guarantee they will win the halftime and zero quarter and fifth quarter.
3: Yeah, I like it. Straight to the point. I will put this out there. I hate the rain as they would stay in terms of the storm on Langston's Parade, if you would. But this is the week of the anniversary where Prairie View ended its 80-game losing streak. And oh, wow. It was on the road, and it was to Langston,
5: Langston. Uh, University
3: okay. in Langston, Oklahoma. So all matches up, as we like to put a little history there. Let's get back in the break. We'll come back and get into the major division. We got some nice matches when you get the major division. We talked some about these teams in the top 10. We got them playing in classes and independent. We'll get into that. Remember on Thursday, we get into the SIC matchup, CIAA matchups. We get into MIAC matchups, SWAC matchups right now. Classic independent programs will be right back after the break to bring you the major division side of things.
4: soon we is
3: this the one
4: well let's say i found the one who takes me to another level always stays calm under pressure but most importantly the one that helps me discover the coolest places this sounds wonderful come outside i'll introduce you They're here.
1: definitely the one
2: <laughs>
1: introducing the all-new nissan frontier
5: So <laughs> much
1: it's like a loot machine. Going around town, try to get
0: down. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know 'em like I know 'em. They gon' tell you if your team if they wanna load that hook about, ball? So listen to Professor Yes sir yes, sir. And pay attention, cause he gon' teach a
3: lesson. This is Dr. Ville's Inside the HBC Sports Lab. We're heading into the fourth quarter. Let me give a shout-out to some of the lab listeners. Sticking with us, George Suggs, Lawrence D. White, Lennon, Flo, G. G Boom. Holly, excuse me, Lonnie Shaw. Preview today is checking us out. Man, we got the newspaper doing it like that, doing it big. Chuck Hunt, Michael D. Jones, big win for uh, All Corn State. Running all over, folks. Good job. Karen Griffin, Chad Cooper, Chuck Hunt. Michael Knox, Ricky Burden, and Grease Scott, Ricky Burden, Noel Price. Uh, checking us out. LaShot Harris, Carl Moore, Joe Eagle, George Johnson, Jr. Carl Moore in here. Gabe Lewis. I see you, Gabe. Frederick V. Roberts, Brother Roberts in the house. Who else we got here? Eric Evans, Thomas Einstein Maddox. I see you. Wendell, brother Wendell Davis was in the house. Kevin Crawford, who else we got in here? Carter Kelvin, appreciate you, appreciate you uh, bringing it in. I see the talk, keep it going. George Walker, Paris McWhirter, Troy Franklin, Devin Holt, Will Joyner Jr., Jonathan Blackwood. Let's get into this matchup. Dallas, Texas is in the house. HBCU Go TV, Cotton Bowl Stadium, State Fair Classic, Western Division matchup. Number three, Prairie Vienna, the Panthers, trying to make it five in a row. Two and two, two and over. Oh, and I think that's what it'd be about. Eight of the last nine versus Graham, the Tigers come in struggling a bit. One and three, oh and one. They do have that win against Norfolk, Western State. This is a classic Western Division matchup. Graham is going to say no better time to get right. Prairie says, no, mm-hmm. we want to continue your march to the Western Division Championship. Alan, what do you say in terms of this matchup?
2: Hey, man, all I got to say is Gramlin will not get their G back after this week. They got to play <laughs> another week with no G on the helmet.
1: <laughs> no, man, oh, tough. The review is
2: rolling, man, and that defense, it's the defense that people aren't paying attention to. Last week against Alabama State, Alabama State did not convert, not only not convert a fourth down, they did not convert a third down. I repeat, they did not convert a third down. That defense is stingy, bro. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 0 and 11, 0 and 8, third down, 0 and 3. When I saw that in the stats, I was like, wow, that is pretty significant. You talking about defenses, and you know defenses, Charles. When you do something like that, that's a pretty good statement. And this is against a very elusive quarterback. They did make plays. They were long plays. But when it came to having to march down the field, it was very difficult. What are your thoughts in terms of the matchup in Dallas?
4: Yeah, I think that's uh, – Allen hit the nail on the head, Prairie defense being stingy. Uh, what caught my eye was uh, keeping uh, Demetrius Davis in check last week. Uh, so I thought that was huge. Prairie comes into this matchup the number two defense in the swag thus far. Grambling, they're 11th out of 12 teams in the swag in terms of defense. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a, a stat that really jumps out for me. I need Ahmad Antoine. 25
3: to 30 carries in this game, and I think Prairie gets this running away. Yeah, you talking about running the rock. You're right. That's the recipe for me as well. Stay Fair Classic, Ricky Burton says, Mary Allen said, PV will win the game. Edwin D. Moore, why he got to cut him up like that? Since Grandma lost the G, they are now SU. He just laughed boy. I said it's not right, and people are not right. Sticking with you, you we're going to go in the independent route. I'm right, but you shake your head. Greenboro, Greensboro, North Carolina. So A&T gets to stay at home. Truist Stadium. This is a conference matchup, Big South conference matchup last year for A&T. So they got to get right on the right foot. And they play the newest member, which is Brian. Brian, Bulldogs come in at one and three. Obviously, haven't played a conference game at North Carolina AT State Aggies, one and three, and have not played a conference game as well. Six o'clock kickoff game, ESPN Plus. Charles, what do you think about the Aggies against yeah. Bryant Bulldogs? I, I got to go with the Aggies. I was very impressed.
4: That is a very, very tough South Carolina State team that they knocked off last week. I think they kind of found the tonic uh, for what they needed in terms of getting back in the win column. I got
3: them with the win over or Bryant this weekend. Well, interesting because Bryant Bulldogs would have had that bite. This is the second week in a row where the Aggies. Take on the Bulldog. You saw what they did with the last Bulldog. They muzzled him, put him in the cage. Alan, what are your thoughts in terms of this matchup?
2: I'd have to agree with Charles on this one. I think A&T has kind of found their swag because I did not have it on my bingo card for them to be South Carolina State. And then they got, you know, Bulldogs coming in from Bryant this weekend. I think they continue to roll.
3: I want to do a little bonus coverage. We're going to stay in these non conference type independent. Matchups. We got the Miag versus the Big South. In this case, it is number two. North Carolina Central four and and0 as they're rolling at Campbell Camels one and two. I know Charles, you have your eyes on this matchup for a lot of reasons, but I'm gonna stick with Charles and go to. I mean, go to Allen first. Let's see what Professor Williams says in terms of this Lewis Creek, North Carolina. So they are on the road. Last time they went on the road, it was to New Hampshire. And it was Raleigh, New Hampshire, all places, and they came back to Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, with the win in terms of getting it done, in terms of what it looked like. This time, MIAC, Big South matchup, Saturday, 6 o'clock also on ESPN Plus. North Carolina Central Eagles at Campbell. Campbell's 1 and 2. Professor Williams, what are your thoughts in terms of this matchup?
2: Man, I think the Eagles are going to roll. They're 4 and 0. I think they're going to hold on to it, 5 and 0. The Eagles this year are like, hey, how do you want it? Head or gut? We can go on the road. We can do it at home. So I'm going with the Eagles in this one over to Campbell Camels.
3: Charles, I'll let you just put out a little bit because we'll revisit this on Thursday as the MIAC matchup. Uh, but I wanted you to get a chance to see what Allen thought on this. And so give me just a tug that you don't have to go too much detail because I want to save that for Thursday when you really break it down. But mm-hmm. what are your general thoughts in terms of this Eagle versus Campbell. And again, I know you're gonna find a way to keep your eyes on this because you want to see what Campbell looks like because they end up yeah. coming in the Jackson's homecoming, which yeah. I think is fascinating. Campbell also uh will play obviously North Carolina A T. What are your thoughts yeah. going on here? Yeah, one of
4: the things that, that's kind of stood out at least for Campbell is I know they're talented, but from what I've been at least told, they're still young. They're still growing mm. into uh, the team that they're trying to become. Uh, this is a solid North Carolina Central team. They're averaging forty-three points per game. Number one in the Miag. They're also the top defense in the MEAC. Uh, I think this is a very, very game. North Carolina Central squad. They're going to be ready. So uh, I, I think I'm,
3: I'm right now on Tuesday. I'm leaning uh, towards the Eagles. Man, Lonnie Shaw don't have any conference pride for the MEAC. He says sorry. North Carolina Central first loss. Wow. Sounds Thank angry. you for listening. It's- Huh? That sounds Aggie-ish. He's lying. Yeah, he sounds a little bad because they beat up on it in that opening game. Thank you for listening to Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Kenyatta, the Dean of HBC Sports, coming from Inside the Lab in the College of HBC Sports with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Hope you enjoyed our Yes, adjunct professor, Professor Williams. That's Professor Alan Williams bringing you his thoughts in terms of the matchups this week. Again, we want to thank you for listening to Dr. Bill's Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be right back on Thursday at 6 o'clock, Central Standard Time. We look forward uh, as we will continue to give you the latest news, keep you up on the storm to see if it affects any more game, continue to keep prayers in that direction. Follow me, Dr. Yadika Ville. Uh, That is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. Inside the HBC Sports Lab 1 on Twitter. Inside the HBC Sports Lab on YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you follow the pregame show. They'll be jumping on some things tomorrow. They'll also use some updates uh, coming in uh, this week. Are y'all going to do any additional thing, even though you open this week, or are you going to take the bye with the team? No, uh, we're
4: going to do some additional things. Uh, we're going to take a look back over the first four weeks of the season for Jackson State and kind of break
3: down what went right, what went wrong. Makes sense. Should be insightful. Make sure you keep up with it. You had another one dropped today from 1876 Sports and Culture. Make sure you go check them out in terms of those spaces. They're on YouTube as well now, so check out some of the takes. I got a chance to have my debut of the year guesting on that spot. Taking a little love from Mike Washington as he gave up his seat I can't believe he shared it with the little bro here, so I'm excited about that. Appreciate that, Alan and Joe, in terms of giving that invite and the rest of the 1876 Sports and Culture uh, group. There, make sure you download my JVN, my BCSN. Make sure you continue to look at ONG Strike Zone, also on Wednesdays. To give you that love on Saturdays. You know you got to check out Carlos Brown, and then as we do tonight's around table, keep it up on that because those will start falling around. Give you some updates there. And then Sunday night, you close off the weekend or open it up, depending on which way you want to see it. You can make sure you find Brian and AD as they give you the sports wrap and give you the big roundup, long show, the breakdown what took place this week, mid-major, major division, as they go deep inside the numbers. Please continue to check us out. Support, dream big, continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles? Of course. Alex. Alexa. Lexa. It's Smith. He said Aggie is...